0: And gentlemen. <laughs> Let's get ready to recycle. <laughs>
1: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Recycle Bin Podcast. It's 2015, a new year full of hopes and dreams and really stable internet connections. There was a better introduction to this episode, but then there was an issue because the weather is terrifying outside. Uh, my name's Chris Spann, hello, uh, and here's my guest, my guest, my co-host Laura. Say hello Laura. <laughs> hello. Hello, Laura. Who's our special <coughs> guest this week? Not you, because you're the co host. Who is our special guest?
2: To be special. Our special guest is Jim Trinker from Videogamer.com.
1: Say hello, Jim. All right, how you doing?
2: I'm good. And you're a video producer, right?
3: Yeah. A yeah. Video?
2: Yeah. Cool. It's
3: a sort of
1: job title that sounds a lot more impressive than it is, but yeah. It
2: does. It sounds really pro. <laughs> is that true?
1: Um, if, if anyone's old school, they'll know Jim as Game One <coughs> Jim. Um, yeah I
2: still call you Game Wank Jim is that okay
1: that's fine that's not a problem yeah. really good yeah. also known as your old Tamaglish <laughs> and a number of other different names
3: yeah I can't decide on identity apparently
2: um, <laughs> Why well, um, have just one
1: yeah well exactly um yeah right yeah oh, oh actually this is an all Welsh show isn't it <laughs> it is
2: our first one it kind of is
3: yeah because yeah. Yeah. you're a
1: fake Scottish aren't
3: you I am a fake Scottish yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was, I was sort of—I uh, guess I was kind of beaten into being Scottish because um, I moved from Wales to Scotland when I was about ten, right. uh, and mm. went and went to a school in Scotland. Uh, mm. And they heard they heard me speaking in a Welsh accent, and they were just—you can imagine kids that age are immediately like, Egh. "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that person's For, different.
1: I don't so, know if either yeah. of you I don't know if either of you remember this, but the first time <clears> I met the pair of you was at the Midnight Resistance thing uh, a couple of years ago at EGX. And the pair of you were bellowing at me, that's not proper whales, when I told you I was from Wrexham.
2: <laughs> I actually I, mentioned this earlier. <laughs> yeah,
3: Laura reminded me of this, and I, I, I honestly have no, um, there's you no, had, not even a lingering memory, not, nothing. <laughs> it, you had it, an I, arm
1: full of drinks, it uh, yeah, rang
3: no bells at all. I was probably, I was just intoxicated and in being an mm-hmm. asshole, so
1: I mean, <laughs> I apologise.
2: <laughs> See, I was sober, I'd only just got there, I have no excuse other than I'm a dick. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, um, was that the night
3: I started like putting on a Welsh accent? I remember yes. sort of glimpses of that. I think
2: appearance. you picked it up talking to me.
3: I think so. It just well, there was a group of Welsh people at it. the bar. There was like six uh-huh. Welsh people.
2: Oh, I bought Welsh people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you, you had an entourage,
1: and I joined. Yes, it, so. they
2: follow me everywhere. <laughs> They're here right now in my room.
1: <laughs> yeah. So basically, well, of course, course there's gonna be Welsh people in Wales, Laura. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, if you've not listened to the show, actually, it is possible that this might be a few people's first time. If you've come here on the back of the Midnight Resistance end of year show thing, um, basically, what this show is, uh, we get a guest on every—I always say every week. It's not every week, anywhere near every week. Every it's
2: every kind of month-ish, it's just
1: yeah. sort of whenever you can be bothered. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's like the, wh- there was a point on Game Week where we were doing an episode every seven months. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we stick to once every calendar month. So this is the January episode. Yes. Um, and they normally come out somewhere in the middle. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, we get a guest on. They, they 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 bring with them three things about video game culture or video games or anything to do with with enjoying video games as a hobby or as a, as a as a job. We talk about why they don't like them. I make an arbitrary decision as to whether or not they go in the bin or not. Um, the little bit socket jingles play uh, I'm going to keep mentioning them because I like them um, then we do the listener interaction bit then the t- person talks about a thing they love then we all go home and have scones yeah. so uh, Jim do you have thing number one there lined up? I do yeah, um, it sounds so wanky when I read it
3: back now <laughs> <laughs> It also makes me sound terrible. Um, yeah, uh, I, I didn't title it. To be fair, I titled this as labels, and then one of my colleagues, Steve Burns, said, "Nah, you want to call that something else like Congress Self Definition'?" I was like, "I'll go for nice. that. It sounds smart." So, <laughs> "In Congress Self Definition." Essentially, it's 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 the little kind of it's the little kind of clubs that we make for ourselves. The um, yeah, if if you're into sci-fi and stuff, you, you know you talk about being a nerd, or you, or, you know you're into games, you're a gamer, you're mm. into PC gaming, you're a PC master race, and that term has been causing controversy recently because PC Gamer published an article about how. Uh, well, to put it bluntly, how invoking the the language of of white supremacism probably isn't the best idea in any context. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and, he, yeah. and they got a lot of uh, stick for it. Which I did, yeah, which yeah. I thought I mean,
1: was sort of incredible, really. But <laughs> did, did, it was it was in. So did you write this kind of on the? Because I know when when uh, Laura sent me over what your things for the bin were going to be, this mm. was like a hot topic. Like a, literally at that second. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I remember reading that and basically uh, for those who have not read the article, I'll I'll link to it but yeah, Jim's right, basically the article said hey, hey, do you remember um, when a man known for nastily taking the piss out of things, nastily took the piss out of us and called us a master race and alluded to the idea that we're almost Nazi like when it comes to our choice of hardware Mm. maybe we should stop (laughs) sincerely identifying with that as a thing, because Mm. maybe it does make us look like dicks yeah. Um, Precisely. Yeah. And apparently, people didn't like that. Um, it's it's a weird thing though. Like um, the 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 the, the self identifying because because gamer is a is a very interesting one because obviously when you think about it as well, um, with the uh, okay, let's forget that the uh, the hashtag that shall not be named never happened. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody had said to me, "Are you a gamer?" I'd go, "Yeah, yeah, I am." Because I, I like to play games, but at the same mm-hmm. time, if someone said, "Are you a reader? Are You a a booker?" Mm. No. Um,
3: the other one I like, uh, sort of related to this, is when people call themselves foodies, <laughs> <laughs>
0: meaning meaning I like yeah.
3: food. I mean, how why do you, why do you need a word for that? But it um,
2: means that they put effort into food, and they put like all herbs and spices that us common folk have never heard of in yeah. their food. Uh, there's,
3: there's usually a sort of there's a bit of a sort of a snooty angle to it as well. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I mean, I like cooking. I think most people kind of like cooking. Everyone yeah, likes eating. Yeah, I'm starting eating. to. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's not. It, it's kind of it's just a, a bugbear. I've always found um, those kind of. Self identifying labels that I mean, it's fine to sort of want to define yourself as anything you want. I mean, I've masqueraded as, as a Scottish person for the last sort of 15 <laughs> years, so I can't really complain. <laughs> 20 years actually, but um, it just strikes me as a sort of like a really desperate grab to to sound like you're you, you belong to yeah, uh, like an exclusive club. Um, and when people talk about being sort of uh, ge- geeks and nerds, is is the uh is is one area where where they've tried to sort of reclaim a word that 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 is
0: was mm. traditionally
3: in the like, in the distant past it was an insult. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: And now people call themselves I'm a proud geek. They say things like that, you know? Like mm. I, I I'm a proud it's like why you it just means it just means you're into stuff. Yeah. Like it's nothing. It's nothing to not be proud of, but it's nothing to be proud of, you know? It's like you, you shouldn't be ashamed of being into stuff, but at the same time, it just means you're a person living in the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> like I, there's there's I, nothing distinctive about it. <laughs> so, um it, it's 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 just an irritation it's it's it, every time I see people doing it and I'm not like having a go um I, I, I realize like in, in uh talking about this I'm having a go at a lot of my friends as well <laughs> you know
2: so. we get this a lot on here <laughs>
3: yeah. um and I've probably I, I mean I've been guilty of it in the past as well probably um you know
1: mm.
3: uh, I'm probably guilty of everything in
1: here actually no I definitely am <laughs> But, uh,
3: yeah, it's, I do, it's, I do, it
1: just sounds desperate. Yeah. I do find a little bit, uh, uh, sometimes it gets to me when I, I think, like you say, so, so nerd and geek and things like that used to be mm. an insult years ago. And yeah. now it has almost become a term uh, that, that those people, and one of the things that I always found people who would identify as, as nerds and geeks were, well, you know, uh, the, the, there was always a perceived amount of intelligence that came with that. J- just because, well, of, you with know, nerd, yeah, um, but but it always kind of it, it bugs me now how these people will s- quite ha- so happily allow themselves to be so aggressively marketed to.
0: <laughs> um, oh, oh, you need
1: a bag. You need a bag to put stuff in. What's well, going to have to be a PlayStation bag or an Iron Man bag, isn't it? It can't just be a <laughs> a, a bag. Um, or you want a t-shirt well you can only shop at T-Fury or QWERTY from now on then because they've got references to things that you know about on them you can't just have a plain t-shirt you know
3: what I'm starting to think I should have put QWERTY as number one
1: because I think that's, mm. I think that's the actual bit that bothers me um, yeah. but, I'm uh, saying yeah. this as a man who's wearing a T-Fury t-shirt as we speak but, um, <laughs> but every, um, every Iron now and, man and then they have a good one like, it's ridiculous yeah. Um, and it's just, it's that thing as well, especially with some, like, a quirt or sea theory, it's just like, hey, this one, this one, guys, right? Mm. It's three different <laughs> shows all mixed together.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we mad? I've seen people, um, like, you know, saw a retweet, like, months ago where it was Link from uh, Legend of Zelda walking into a TARDIS. Like, no! no. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. There's, there's no, uh, like, I, I, you don't even know where to begin with that because there's mm. no... It, it's not. There's no even any tenuous links. It's just literally <laughs> people like both of these things. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah um, it, it feels horrid. But it it feels kind of really mean to sort of you know um, complain about self decent definitions. I've said because you know everyone's got a right to sort of define themselves the way they want and hmm. uh, to a point. But. uh yeah those particular terms particularly when it comes to gaming like these are all these are all terms as well which refer to things where you're not a subculture anymore you're not you're not sort of you're not a a kind of a downtrodden thing like gamers you know gaming one like gaming makes more money than anything like gaming is Mm. huge that it is mainstream it is as mainstream as you can get um uh, geek, nerd, all that kind of stuff. How many films of Marvel announced this year, running all the way up to twenty twenty two, whatever? It's like,
1: yeah,
3: like Guardians of the Galaxy was. You know, if you think, of, did, five years ago, did anyone know that that was even a comic? Like, did <laughs> anyone know that was even a property that existed? Last year, it was like one, you know, one of the the, the, the most celebrated blockbusters of 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 our era. Really, people love yeah, it, yeah. and it's like you've won. You, you don't need to sort of. Yeah. You don't need. You don't need to and act like you're. You so films, this group,
1: so many films and things as well now are, are clearly starting to become influenced by video games. I mean that that Tom Cruise film where yeah. he dies over and over and over again is so very video gamey in its premise. And mm. I tell you one thing actually that's always got me, and you, it's interesting you say about uh, games and uh, well, well nerds and all oh, the phrase nerd geek particularly coming to games. Yeah. I used to years ago do a pub quiz with a group of people, and whenever it was a technology question, they'd be like, "Oh, you know this? You're a nerd," um, because it'd be like some some you know some technology news and like how many phones as you know how many uh, uh, units has the new iPhone sold this year or whatever. But then yeah. there'd be a question about, and this is in no way derogatory. I, I have an incredible amount of respect for a person who can retain this much knowledge when it comes to sport. Now, I'm not a massive sport fan. Mm-hmm. But it'd be like, right then, who scored the third goal in the World Cup, the first World Cup quarterfinal in 1986? Yeah. And a guy on the table would be like, straight off, bang, it's so um, and so. you would be like, wh- what it, where do you retain this information? Like, my brain is for lyrics from the band Kitty, um, trying to remember the food I like to eat. And remembering where I live, like that's all that's in there. Where do you keep that information? Like, um, just just terrifying amounts of information from before these people were born. Um, and now look at you and go. You are a nerd. You are a big old nerd. Just not about computers. You're yeah. a nerd about men. Definitely men and <laughs> legs. That
3: that yeah. That, I mean that was often the argument that was made um, a, a while back when, uh, when 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 back at the time when. Geek and nerd were still sort of I mean the shift was happening, but you know mm. they were still considered kind of derogatory terms when people started saying, well, you you like football, right I mean that's that's nerdy. Mm. That's that's just a, that's a thing you like. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. you're criticizing me for liking things. Mm. Do you not see the? But yeah, I mean, I, I know a massive football nerd, um, or just general sport nerd yeah. who is also into comic books and all that kind of thing. I mean, those people exist. There's th- millions of them. Yes, really. <laughs> there's no like, there's no um, distinction between those groups. We're all the same people, you know. But yeah. I and mean, this guy is is like you, know, you watch he stays up until four in the morning watching streams of Japanese football matches and stuff you know wow, like, right. just uh, just
1: inc- incredible sadness mm. um, it, it's interesting actually you've made you've hit a nail on the head there by just saying we are all the same people it's yeah, yeah. Um, but
2: this go- is where nerd is useful. Um, if you said he was a massive football fan, that could mean anything. It could mean he just goes along and watches, and you know, doesn't really do yeah, yeah. much else, and wears the t-shirt. But a nerd knows all of the stuff.
1: Yeah, no, no, totally. I mean, it's it's useful as a descriptor.
2: Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean,
1: not as a not as a definition, not as yeah. A, yeah, a definition or a per, uh, uh, an identity. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. And that's that,
3: that's I think where I'm coming from. Yeah. But, But I I probably sound like a massive asshole.
2: Well, when labels come up on the show, we generally just bin them.
1: Mm. (laughs) I always find it very interesting though, because uh, so for example, I'm big into card games, and I know when you start talking about card and board games, you are starting to reach the the peak of perceived (laughs) nerdery. Um, But it's things like, um, have either of you ever played a game called The Resistance?
2: No. Oh, no, but kind. I know of it.
1: So, yeah, basically, it, it, is, it is a game about... You, you, you say, oh, let's play a card game, and everybody goes, oh. <laughs> no, because all they know is Magic the Gathering, uh, stuff like that. And instead, you bring out a game where, basically, the, the, the aim of the game is to lie to your friends. Um, and so there'll be a group of you. Two of you will be the baddies, and the baddies are trying to convince the rest of the group to take them on missions so they can fail them. Um, and it's it's a, it is a game about actually. Uh, there's no card gaming really in there. It's a game about shouting at your friends until they believe you, and then laughing because <laughs> they believed you because you've been lying to them. But um, I always feel a bit bad bringing that out when with people who I know aren't really into this sort of stuff because I'm always worried they're going to go. That's a bit nerdy. <laughs> and it's it's not. It's anything but. It's about you know. Well, okay. Again, to take the, the 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 kind of stereotype, it's about interaction with other human beings face to face, and and um, horribly manipulating your friends into making <laughs> into doing things for you, but yeah um, you know what I mean it, it, it doesn't fit that standard I mean again I'm saying this as a person who's probably going to go off and play a load of magic the gathering this weekend <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time I, I like all this stuff but I, I, I I've never been able to associate or, or identify myself as a nerd yeah. as, as it were because I, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's it's reductive it just means that I, I well then, or what podcast do you listen to? Oh, well, I can only listen to The Nerdist and um, <laughs> yeah. that, that one that's got Tabletop and Felicity Day and Will Wheaton, that YouTube channel. I can't think of the name of it now. Oh, yeah. Um, which is probably called Geek and Nerdery. Probably.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wizards or
1: something. <laughs> um, and it's just incredibly reductive. And I, I think people choose, the, uh, almost see the... Uh, the, the 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 this defining word of geek and go right well now I'm into geek things yeah sure so, do you know what no be in, be into it. It, it's like going back to to my youth it was just like right oh I'm a I'm a I'm into new metal now um, <laughs> I'm a I'm a so I, I I now even though I used to quite like other music I don't anymore um, just because I don't um, <laughs> you know what children Teenager. did that they were children that that made those decisions <laughs> not fucking adults. With, with lives and jobs and children and houses and, and pets and things like that with more important things on their mind just like what you like um, if you like wrestling enjoy wrestling I like wrestling, it's good um I don't like, well, okay, I'm, I'm not helping because yeah. I don't like football. But I mean, if like you like football.
3: wrestling, that's fine, but don't go around calling yourself a proud member of the WWE <laughs> universe,
1: basically. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or worse, oh god, what's the, what the, oh the IWC, the internet wrestling community, because Oh that,
3: god,
2: that sounds awful, I bet that, that's awful.
1: That is the worst thing. Um, it, it, imagine, right, a group of people all of whom know it's scripted. <laughs> but only 50% or so are, are prepared to write like they know it's scripted mm. another 50% who speak about it in entirely legitimate terms like it is UFC or the football mm. and just the, the weirdest conversations and the weirdest things that people pick and, and Christ, do you want conspiracy theories oh <laughs> it's it is the weirdest weirdest and, and, and obviously everybody in that community knows Way better than the WWE, who have been putting wrestling on for 60 years now. Yeah. They know better God. than them as to how they should do it.
2: Imagine Wrestling Gate. <laughs> do, do
1: you know, it's... it's yeah, I, I'm so kind of surprised it's not happened uh, by now. I mean, it's, it's partially because the, the WWE, in some ways, is making a bit of effort to um, be a little bit more... Um, actually actually like a decent gender split now um oh, that's cool. they, they are starting to have um it, it's only on like their weird development show that they do but that's actually the best show they put out at the moment anyway um but that is where all the the, the good televised women's wrestling is at the moment and there's still nowhere near enough of it but it's better than what you get in a lot of the main shows awesome. which is just still eye uh, can it, you know what i mean
3: <laughs> it's still like three hours of fucking john cena isn't it
1: well, yeah, <laughs> I like John Cena. John Cena has a very, very good talent, and I'll find a video to, to, to demonstrate this. John Cena can take a T-shirt off faster than any human being <laughs> I can think of. Like he just he grabs a corner, and then he's not wearing a T-shirt anymore. Like wow. it's it's I, I, there must be a gif of it. Um, it's abso- it's it's insane. I don't know how he does it. Um, <laughs> gift t-shirts I must be able to find it it's because he's
2: like so oiled up I expect (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I've never seen
1: him I'm
2: assuming I'm assuming that wrestling they're all like greased up right Uh. that happens yeah in my mind don't correct me (laughs) <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, I found it's not the it's not the best example of it, but it will do as a, a, a demonstration. I am putting it in the Skype chat now. This is going to be brilliant radio for anybody who's watching. Watching. <laughs> um, how do I do? Here we go. Uh, it's there. This will be in the show notes. Uh, if you if you watch wrestling, you will know exactly what I'm talking about, or I hope you will anyway. Um, that that is him. Very smooth. That's him making an effort to take it off slowly. I should point yeah. out as well. Um, anyway. That Big t-shirt's, t-shirts. been cut. Like it's—that's
3: <laughs> not just a normal t. Te- you can't go into Primark and do that with anything off the shelf. Well, that, you see, that, this is the thing I have tried,
1: and it doesn't work. It's—it's it's up there with women being able to take a bra off without taking a top off.
2: That's really easy.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I suppose it probably is. <laughs> uh, it's a skill
2: that you learn when you're about thirteen.
1: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I can't remember how you do the thing now, so just show animated. There we go. Uh, yeah, John Cena. Anyway, uh, it's a good video game podcast, this isn't it? Throw <laughs>
2: labels in the bin.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to every time they come up. We're like, fuck it, just like what you like. Don't like, wi- don't like, and I mean that's important as well. Don't like what you don't like.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. Like when you. And you say that you're into video games. People are like, "Oh, well, you must also like anime." And I'm like, "No, not no. really." Or do you like comics? Kind of. Or do you like geeky films? Oh, stop it! Yeah, just like video games. Yeah.
1: Although, actually, that is a brilliant segue, Laura. Well done. Oh, hang on. Ooh, let's leave. Okay. Let's leave a spot here for the uh, BitSockets jingle to go. But the bin.
2: Oh no! <laughs>
1: <laughs> there it is. Uh, brilliant segue. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I like video games. It
2: wasn't on purpose. I can't make plans.
1: Oh, oh you like video games. Oh, well, that must mean Jim.
2: You like
3: Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: I guess you like Call of Duty. The,
3: the the whole Call of Duty thing. This is number two, and it's not Call of Duty itself. It's 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 a phrase that mm. is generally sort of used to either kind of. It, it's a bit of a straw man, basically. You can't yep. you can't criticize anything that's. Well-regarded. You take the example of Bioshock. Right. Bioshock Infinite was a hugely acclaimed game. Um, uh, Bioshock Infinite, and uh, but there was a sort of there there was a swell of criticism that 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 kind of was was a bit slow to start because when it came out, it was just generally this is brilliant, this is amazing, blah blah blah. And then people started kind of noting things about it that they mm. actually didn't really like, and um, Matt Lees did, did like a massive 20 minute video about uh, everything wrong with Bioshock Infinite, and he got a bit of stick for it and mm. um, But when that happened, I kept seeing a phrase popping up, which was, "Oh well, I bet, I bet you don't like Bioshock because you're an idiot who plays nothing but call of duty um. Mm sort of projecting this first of all like really being uh, a bit uh, a bit nasty to people who like Call of Duty they're mm. not all idiots in fact most of them aren't like it's, it's again it's a hugely mainstream hugely popular uh, video game I'm not into it myself but it's um, it's got such a massive user base that like, you can't
1: yeah statistically t- yeah to,
3: to generalise in any way about the audience is ridiculous because it's, it's, it's kind of like saying you, you know, people do actually say this. Anyone who likes action films is an idiot. Well, fucking mm. everyone likes action films, so. Mm. You know, but yeah, um, it, it, it's like I mean, I've described it as kind of like a bane of discourse. It's mm. it, it, it pops up every time someone dares to criticise something that's acclaimed or generally regarded to be a good piece of work uh, in terms mm. of video games. Um, and yeah, it's it's demis- dismissive. It's demeaning, and it, it's 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 just there to sort of. Shut down uh, anyone who might have something other than you know praise for Bioshock, essentially, or Bioshock, or substitute any other game. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, The Last of Us. You can't say you don't like a, a particular element about The Last of Us with somebody popping up with some you know horrible little uh, stock phrase about how you must be an idiot because
1: yeah.
0: Put that in the (laughs) bin.
1: Yeah, Yeah. no, it's 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 it's. I mean, we talked about Call of Duty. I'm a massive, massive fan of the new Call of Duty. I think it's uh, tremendous. Well, I'll be honest with you. I own the game. I've not even gone near the single player. There's uh, when you start it up, it says, "Hello, um, (laughs) do you want to start this as single player or multiplayer?" No, it Um, says
2: that you should start the single player first. It actually tells you you should play single player before you go into multiplayer.
3: Yeah. It, knows uh, yeah, it does say that you it recommends playing the campaign, doesn't
1: it? Yeah, that is lies, is that, isn't it? <laughs> it you know. Yeah, everyone goes, "No, you're all right." Like, I might, please, I might. someone
2: <laughs> try this. We spent loads of money on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got fucking Kevin Spacey. In. Come on, <laughs> have a look at it at least. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's it is a, a baffling. I mean, you made a good point there about uh, action films. Uh, just quickly looking at it up oh, now. Do you know what Roger Ebert really liked? Predator. Um, yeah. And you know he also liked lots of other really clever films that that I mean. Well, yeah. if you want to listen to somebody talk intelligently about films, listen to Sean McTiernan on the previous episode of this show. But <laughs> um, you you can't. It's it's it's. I mean, and and it works the other way round as well. Um, mm-hmm. When 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 uh, like I hate the phrase "walking simulator" um, <laughs> or when people you know say like. A lot of the reviews of not the, this Call of Duty, the previous one, Ghosts, yeah. was the the general tone was, mm, is it getting a bit old now? Like, yeah, mm. have yeah we... that was rubbish. Yeah, and all the people in the, the the comments were like, "Oh, I bet you like gone home." Oh, I bet <laughs> you you yeah. don't understand the proper. Same thing again. from the other
3: side, really. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think Lee Alexander wrote something in which he said that. Um to an extent systemizing games at the moment is is holding us back. We 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 keep talking as a community about them wanting to be held in the same regard as other other creative works. But but at the same time you can't it's it's very difficult. I mean, again, to bring up say something like um the hotline Miami um Ferrari that happened today, it's very difficult to deal with something like sexual assault or something like uh or, or, or any form of, of abuse if 10 seconds after the scene you're rewarding somebody for backflipping over a chair and then getting a double headshot. You know, it's. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's difficult. B- and it, is, it, it does really go to the heart of th- this kind of transformation that's been going on with games for, for years, hmm. where, um, where even describing them as games is becoming a bit redundant um, and yeah. maybe a bit inaccurate. Because I mean, yeah, yeah yeah it's not not I mean it's not as good a word it's not as punchy but it's more it's more it's more like kind of I mean it's experiences really um it, it, the interestingly um my other choice for the for number two was going to be boss battles right okay. for, for similar kind of reasons that you've just mentioned because they feel like a they, they really feel like they're a throwback to um an era where where gaming was a Video games were were completely different, where, where they didn't mm. really tell stories. Where,
1: you, you know, um, it was just something to try and get people to put another fifty p in.
3: Well, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just kind of feels like they're still there now, popping up in games which have like like really complex narratives and uh, you, you know where games do things in their systems and in their mechanics that are so far beyond what. Would have been conceived when the you know, the concept of the boss battle was was yeah. thought
1: up. Um, the, the,
3: you have to wonder why we're still doing
1: it. Yeah, the one that I I think the, the the one in that in that situation that I think has been done well, and I can't even remember the guy's name is the guy in the um, restaurant in The Last of Us, who yeah, is yeah yeah stalking Ellie around with a knife. And I mean, although while that was very obviously a boss fight. Yeah, um, it actually fit narratively yeah. the actual, um, and I mean that 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 required the game to give you control of a different physically weaker character than mm-hmm. the, the the character you've been running round as for the last twelve hours yeah. at that point.
3: That was a really good take on it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you were playing Joel in that segment, it wouldn't have been a boss battle. It would have been like playing no, with a bat. Exactly. I mean, there would have been no reason why Joel couldn't just crack the guy's head off a desk mm. or whatever like he did yeah. with everyone else. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, th- there are certainly examples where it, it does fit and it does work. I mean, Shadow of the Colossus it, I mean, it, it is a string of what are essentially boss battles. Yes. And it, it works beautifully because, I mean, the best boss battles are always kind of... they're more puzzles than just yeah you know tests of you know how long you can put up with just pumping bullets into something that doesn 't die <laughs> so th- it, i th- I think that 's why I, I elected not to go with it because there are like there are situations where it does work and it does still work, and people can still do interesting things with them, but generally they they just feel like a hangover um you know th- there's no reason why why this guy can 't go down with one shot to the head because that makes sense. Mm. Far Cry yeah. 4 actually, Far Cry 4 pisses me off, Far Cry 3 as well, <laughs> because like, it's, I mean it doesn't really have bosses as such, well it kind of does, but it, it it's a really kind of gritty and realistic, kind of a, like a hyper real world. Mm. Um, where they go to, they go to you know the trouble of having you, you. When when you heal, you know you you can see your character pulling like bullets and shrapnel out of his arms. Yeah, and bandages I'd call it. It's up.
1: like action film real, isn't it?
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's got some. It's got a nod to the uh, you know. The, the, there's some uh, verisimilitude to the world, and it does mm. it does make sense on a sort of uh, you know vaguely realistic level, but then. If you shoot a tiger in the face, it doesn't die. Mm, Yeah. Like, and uh, in the real world, I mean, as powerful an animal as a tiger is, and you know, as much as you don't want to get into a fight with one, if you shoot a a tiger in the fucking head, it's gonna die. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it's Um, the thing as well that tiger has two states: Uh, one hundred percent live, ready to tear your throat out, and dead. (laughs) Like there is no wounded. There is no. Run it well. I think some of the animals do run away.
3: Maybe there's no. Yeah, some of them do, but the predators generally don't. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's there's no wounded. There's no mind in its own business.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you can <laughs> set a, a bear on fire, and that bear will keep coming at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, as Andy, and I, <laughs> Andy Hamilton, and I found out the other day. Um, we're 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 going wildly off topic. Um, yeah, sorry. That's it, cool. It's it's all right. Um, I. But I, I, guess I always, I always the, feel like I, I should try and come up with some positives for the thing you've picked, uh, things. But I, I, I'm genuinely struggling to think of one. Um.
3: <laughs> but I guess it's like rather than, I mean, I've used that phrase about Call of Duty to illustrate it. But I mean, it's just, it's really that attitude. Yeah,
1: yeah. Of you like thing that is different to this thing, so you can't possibly have any appreciation yeah. of of this thing. It's yeah. yeah This this is a a problem That's trying to
2: put people in categories again. It's like, people that like Gone Home and people that like Call of Duty are different. Whereas Mm -hmm. I happen to really like both of those things.
1: Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, because, again, there is nothing more... Nothing that I like more than dumb... Like, the the more flashing lights and colours and points I get for shooting something, and the faster-paced (laughs) it is, the better. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I love really, really... Dumb as fuck, fast paced games.
2: Like sometimes yeah. you don't want to think, but you still want to be challenged, and that is what COD gives you.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or, I mean, for me, d- d- to be honest with you, I don't play Call of Duty unless I know somebody else who is online playing it. Mm, yeah, I
2: mm. know.
1: It's, a, it's a, a, a social thing for me, same as a lot of games. That's to be not for me.
2: It's d- to the death. Except, yeah, <laughs> like I, not actual death.
1: <laughs> playing some of the new Monster Hunter demo last night. Um, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is fine, but it'd be more fun with my normal hunting buddies. Mm. Um, but the only time I've ever really enjoyed Call of Duty actually is, is uh, it playing in the office with colleagues. Um, yeah. Mm. yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Because it's, uh, I mean, anything takes on a different dimension when you're playing it with friends,
1: right? So yeah, yeah. But, yeah. And that's another, that's another very good point, actually. Oh, I bet you like so and so. Yes, I do, but only in these very specific circumstances. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of, kind of throws that conversation again. But um, I, I, th- this is going to be another one of those episodes, isn't it, where I re- regret getting the person on because they've chosen really good things. Yep. There's no argument for. Uh, <laughs> I, I think I say this every week. Yeah, it's going in. Yes. In the baby Smashing. <laughs>
3: Right. Thing number three. How many did BitSocket get in our interest? Uh two, I think. Two, yeah. Right, okay. So right, we're safe <laughs> for two. Right. <laughs> I just like being competitive with those assholes. Um Right. No, I love BitSocket. Uh right, number three. FPS counters. Right. Even though there is an argument to be made for them because they are a tool that is useful yes. when benchmarking and whatever, right? But Outside of those uh, specific circumstances, I never want to know the, the frame rate that a game is running at because it 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 does it ruins it for me and it might just be because I'm that shallow. But <laughs> I'll give you an example when I when I played Oblivion uh, when that first came out, um, I didn't have a 360. It was on PC. Um, yep. And uh, I bought like the, the the graphics card and stuff in the PC wasn't like bleeding edge, but it was it was reasonably current for the time. Hmm. And Oblivion came out, and it was a bit of a system killer. Yes, which is I mean it's hard to imagine because it looks like it looks like dog shit now. But yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember like pumping like easily sixty hours into that. Um, and barely scratching the surface, as as is usual with that with that kind of game, and uh, and I started fiddling about with console and stuff, and started getting into the mods and stuff that were that were available. As you do, mm. um, and I, I remember putting the the FPS counter on out of sheer curiosity, as I'd done with pretty much every other game I'd owned up to that point. Um, and when I saw that in some places instead of like a solid thirty, because -hmm.
1: Because it was 2004, yeah.
3: Because because it was (laughs) it was a while back, right? 60 frames a second was like a luxury for anyone back then. But anyway, so yeah, yeah. Because I was getting like it was getting dips to sort of 27 or 28 frames a second <laughs> instead of like maintaining a solid 30 i started getting really annoyed with the game like not not sort of not angry or anything but you know d- disappointed that my hardware wasn't running it to like yeah. you know a, a the a, a perfect uh standard. um so i started like fiddling about with uh Fiddling about with graphic settings and fiddling about with mods (laughs) to be able to reduce the kind of CPU load and enabling multi-threading and all that kind of stuff. And um, found that it it really had, when I think back, that had a detrimental effect on my enjoyment of a game that I loved. Um, Yeah. Purely because... if I'd never turned on the FPS counter, the fact that it ran sometimes it was running at twenty-seven frames a second in the wilderness, it didn't bother me for sixty, seventy hours. Um, there was no reason that it should have started bothering me once I knew. But it mm. was it was a psychological switch. Like it, it uh, uh, again. More recently, Assassin's Creed Unity. When people, I mean, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. I'm probably one of the few. Mm. Um, but. When people started complaining about the whole, you know, the, the frame rate, how it wasn't running at, like, it wasn't hitting 30 consistently on the consoles or whatever, by that point, because because I was covering it for my publication, um, mm. I'd, I'd done the preview events and stuff, and like, doing the coverage for that game, I must have pumped, like, I, I think I played through the entire game three times. I well. never want to see it again. <laughs> game, but anyway. And then I had to go and play Rogue. So, yeah. Um... I don't think I'm an Assassin's Creed fan anymore, <laughs> uh, but yeah, when when it hits the sort of when when it released and people like started really ripping into it, the bugs and glitches stuff, I totally get that because you know mm. that, that's the game not working and that's fair enough. Although I never really encountered anything anything like the, uh, mm. the you know the, the kind of no face glitches that people were uncovering. That was news to me, and I'd like you know you can imagine I'd pumped like hundreds of hours into the game by that point. Yeah. But people started saying things like, you know, it's unplayable because it's running at twenty-eight frames a second on, on the on the, <laughs> the PS4. Uh, yeah, it's unplayable. It's a mess. It shouldn't. And I was like, but I, I never, I, it, it never occurred to me that the, the, the frame rate was terrible, or because yeah. I was just into it. You know, I was just into yeah. the, I was into the story. I was into the, you know, the, the actual the systems in the game. I thought I genuinely think it's a great game, and I, I still stand by that. Um, but it kind of tainted it because when I went back recently to play the, the DLC that just came out, again, to cover it, and, and started running around Paris and trying to do a few things before I started on the DLC, it started bothering me. It's like, fuck, this isn't that smooth. <laughs> it's like, again, the psychological switch has been flipped now, so yeah, that's, yeah. That, that game's fucking ruined for me now as well. So, yeah, basically, don't tell me the frame rate.
1: Um... It's, I, it's, I
3: don't want to know. So I
1: remember I think it was uh, Dave Turner's ages ago on an old episode of Joypod. Uh someone was trying to convince him to build a, a gaming PC on that because he's a he's a Mac guy. and does all his gaming on consoles and he said, oh, "I can no I can't because I'll become like obsessed with that. Yeah. yeah. I'll be going into the, like every 2 minutes I'll be into the menu going, oh, I'll put that that slider up. Oh, and no, that's dropped the frame rate. I'll put that back down. Oh, but what if I I can put that up? Oh, that's all right. And I can no, I can no, I can't, no, I can't. <laughs> this is 58, right, I'm going to have to buy a new graphics card. But yeah, because um, when
2: you can't run a game on ultra settings, that actually hurts.
1: Oh, you've the got thing. a weird pride about it, haven't you, Laura?
2: Yeah, like, I feel poor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, it it hurts me, I can't. Mm.
1: And it's, it's. I, I I noticed this actually with, uh, this is an example that's cropped at recently, Far Cry 4 now don't get me wrong on a decent PC Far Cry 4 looks incredible Mm. um and I was watching a few people, a few friends talk about it and saying, oh, well, you know, I've tweaked it, I've got it running at this and this. and Yeah, it looks amazing. Oh, but no, I've had to drop this and now I'm really starting to notice some of the pop in and stuff like that. I've got yeah. it on PS4. It's going to look like it looks. Uh, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> and
2: that's it, yeah.
1: And and I I almost prefer that. Well, I, I completely prefer that because I c- there's nothing I can do. It's completely taken out of my hands. It's just like, look, this is how your yeah. game looks. You're going to enjoy this uh, yeah. because it has to look like this because this is the yeah. most we could wrench out of it.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, After the um, after I had Oblivion on the PC, I got a three hundred and sixty. Maybe about two years later, and I bought Oblivion again for the three hundred and sixty. Yeah, I did that Mm. to try and you know to try and enjoy it again, and Mm. I did. You know, so I guess uh, uh, there's something to be said for. I mean, some people will find this a horrendous thing to say, but there there is something to be said for having that walled garden, ha- like like having that control taken away from you, because you, then you just don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, like I love I, I love PC gaming, um, but I I mean I'm, I'm certainly not like a zealot about it. But when I when I got this this new machine last year, it was uh, like started, it, it would run everything I threw at it on Ultra 1080p60. It was brilliant, and then newer games started coming out where it wasn't quite Mm -hmm. managing Ultra and I can totally feel your pain Laura because I was very (laughs) upset (laughs) <laughs> to the point where I was like already looking up, like looking on overclockers for new graphics card and stuff, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." I bought this thing four months ago, so
1: yeah. yeah. And we start. We're actually, we're starting to get that to an extent now with the consoles, with HD re-releases of things. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I cracked on the uh, before the new version of GTA Five came out. I cracked on the old one, and all of a sudden was because I was just like I'm just going to put it on. And I'm just going to have a walk around the world. I'd had a, a hard week, and I was just like, "I'm just going to I'm going to go and take the dog for a walk in the game because that's different to taking the dog for a walk in real life." You know? <laughs> um, it is; it's more difficult in the game. Um, but I went out, and, and then because I'd seen the footage of the HD of the re-release, I was like, yeah. "That that's a bit muddy. Those textures. Not keen on that. Not like this." Yeah. Mm. I mean, I do know one person. Uh, I was going to say friend, reluctant peer of the white. Of the little app the reluctant peer of the show, Sam White. Reluctant peer of the white Christ. Um,
2: <laughs> Sounds like an achievement. <laughs> uh,
1: Sam White's yeah, great. <laughs> Sam White, um complaining about the frame rate in the New Civilization. Oh for God's sake. <laughs> That's a turn No, I read that and went, hmm. No, I know Sam. That might have been a joke. Um it's a turn-based game. Mm-hmm. Um it, 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 but it is. It, I, 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 I do feel your pain. Uh, but at the same time, I, I do think that that is. Uh, th- this problem does spawn from more a human inability to accept the thing you've got isn't the best one. Because um, I do it all the time. You know when you buy a cheap shit thing, and then it breaks?
0: Mm.
1: And you go, this cheap shit thing I bought, knowing it was half the price of a good one, is now broken. And I am surprised about this. Um, I didn't consider there might be some sort of, you know, there was some sort of compromise made in build quality of or quality of components when I bought this. And now I am furious. Um, but at the same time, I mean that wall garden is is a fantastic thing to have. Yeah. When you when you look at uh, as I say, Far Cry Four. I've never even considered. Like every so often, yeah, a load of stuff does pop in. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, like uh, there's, there's, there is zero zilch I can do about that, and that's fine. And I mean, you know, the, the fucking thing cost me nearly five hundred quid in the first place. The, the, the console, not the game. I'm not mad. Um, it yeah, it cost me five. So there's you know, I, I'm not going to get annoyed with it.
3: And I, I think it sort of boils down to what what you want to get out of these things. I mean, if you and i 'm not like being disparaging about either side of it. There are a lot of people who who treat gaming pcs almost like you know, almost in the same way that that you know, uh, I, can't, I can't think of the term, but boy racers like treat their yeah. cars. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that there's a very similar culture. Um, there's a lot of parallels there with people you a lot, know, of and people and, yeah, lot of bragging, overclocking. Yeah, a lot of bragging, a lot of over lot of tweaking, the overclocking, the sharing tips, and all that kind of stuff. The land parties and um, you know, with stuff can can sort of take on the same flavour as people who meet up in, like, car parks with their cars. I've never understood yeah. that. Because, like, what do you do once you've all looked at each other's cars? You just go <laughs> home.
0: But, yeah, um,
3: I, I get it. Like, and uh, not being disparaging about that at all, I totally understand how that could be, like, you know, a really fun hobby, a great yeah. obsession. Mm-hmm. But when, when you're somebody who just wants to enjoy a game and... Uh, and, and Something almost forces you to start thinking about how how well the hardware is running it. <laughs> um, you've kind of you, you've 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 kind of taken something away from that. I mean, I, one thing I think that illustrates this. Sorry, is the, uh, uh, the 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 new story that came about after Mario Kart Eight came out right, when Digital, uh, foundry, Digital Foundry, Digital Foundry uh, did a foundry. test. Yeah, yeah, those pricks. I'll um, get to that in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> when they found when they did a test and found out that actually Mario Kart Eight is only running at 59 frames a second oh rather than God. a solid 60. It was just like a solid 59 because it was it was it was like a uh, some kind of bug in the frame counter rather than a performance issue. It repeated every 60th frame or something. Didn't something it? like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. But nobody nobody had noticed. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because <laughs> like, can't. Uh, until the Digital Foundry article hit like Nobody cared. It was wasn't a thing, and then all of a sudden, Nintendo mm. were uh, Nintendo were lazy and feckless <laughs> and, and didn't understand modern GPUs and all this kind of. He yeah. um, just like you know, just it would have been better off watching, not knowing.
2: When you're watching something in black and white, if you're yeah. really into it, you don't notice that yeah. no, exactly. it's black and white. But then, yeah, if someone yeah, pointed it out, it would take you a little while to then get back into. Yeah. Kind of not seeing the black and white.
1: It's, it's always an interesting <laughs> thing as well. Uh, Nintendo games. Uh, was yeah. it? Was it Super Mario? Do you remember the the, the week? I think the new Killzone came out. Mm. No, was it. The new Killzone came out at the same time as. No, 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 no. But basically, <laughs> the new Super Mario Three D World on the Wii U, is like yeah. the entire game is like six gigabytes or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Killzone, the new one, is like sixty or fifty or something.
2: So
1: that makes Killzone better, yeah. right? Well, I remember <laughs> they were showing off Killzone, weren't they? Going, oh, it's 50 gigabytes, this. It's 49 gigabytes of guns and <laughs> one gigabyte of murder. It's going to be amazing. And Nintendo were like, yeah, we're we just, we just clever with how we do things and we compress it all really nicely. And guess what? Our game's way better. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the thing is, the thing, so when I, I used to be more into PC gaming than I am now, about 10 years ago, but, but the way it worked then was you had your PC. And you played the games at the the spec they would run on your PC, and then yeah. once uh, once every year, once every two years, you go. I'm really struggling to, to even really play anything now. Time to time to move up, um, and yet you would still get the people who wanted the absolute bleeding edge, <laughs> uh, and and that's that's again that's that's a perfectly if you've got the money to do that as a that is a perfectly worthwhile hobby for you to go and do. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. don't. Um, it it never used to be, and then kind of digital dig, digital foundry. I think is really I like boring technical shit, so I quite <laughs> like digital foundry. I, like I I think it's quite interesting if digital foundry went. Oh well, actually Mario Kart eight it's fifty nine frames and the last frames repeated. Don't know why it's a bit of a bug in the game. I go oh that's really interesting. Okay yeah yeah. So I don't think it. digital foundry intended to like <laughs> no <laughs> to it used bring to be, the horde down on Nintendo. <laughs> it used to be a weird sort of technical. Um, yeah. Like I, I think I've mentioned on the show before, it was a weird little overly technical analysis. And if it turned out mm. you had the best version of a game, you were like, "Yes." Um, <laughs> yes but whereas so. now it's like a buyer's guide.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like
1: there seem seen plenty. And, and okay, I also get the same time when with with something like, uh, and I mean I'm, I'm going to pick on Assassin's Creed here just because it was so famous for it. But when you know we have an Assassin's Creed with the bugs it has, or mm. Halo with its broken matchmaking, I get mm. that. Like that's absolutely where you, know, you should take what's in Digital Foundry and go well no this is this is awful this is really broken mm. but don't take oh well yeah it's, it's 59 and a half frames a second or the, the PS4 version has slightly less volumetric fog whereas the Xbox One is running at, it's got full volumetric fog but only runs at 900p <laughs> <900 laughs> uh,
3: uh, uh, why are you talking about these words they don't matter yeah this um, just- should matter i mean it is it's interesting i mean i like i, mean, I totally agree with you about digital foundry i like uh, uh i like reading about that kind of stuff from a, mm. just just from like an uh, somebody who's an enthusiast with this kind of stuff yeah but when digital foundry start putting at the end of their articles things like well so you know if, if you're looking for uh, you know, start, start recommending which version of a thing you should buy on the basis of, you know, the, as you say, this has better volumetric fog or
1: this has more pixel shaders running or anything. That's when it kind of crosses the line. Yeah. <laughs> or, or when it's they like, say, well, we had to count the pixels on this one. It says, well, oh, do you know what? If you've had to count pixels by hand, and like yeah. it doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I should exactly. point out and say, if your hobby is building incredible ridiculous £2,000 PCs that will run everything Um, a a, a friend of mine is a big PC gamer and he's part of a forum where I think they use something like Counter-Strike and the the old Counter-Strike benchmark just because it's the one they've always Mm. used and there's guys on there who are now at the point where they're running things at 999 frames a second or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, or, like, th- 3, 4, 500, or, or whatever these daft numbers are. If that is your hobby, and yeah, you just want to make those numbers bigger, by all means, go for it. Like, you know, more power to you, whatever. I collect fucking plastic transformers. Um, <laughs> but don't, please don't tell me that your game's unplayable. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. well, hang on. This isn't your argument, though. This is your <laughs> argument that that you shouldn't be pointed out that your game isn't running at full, otherwise, you want a new one. Is that um, useful
3: for. But, I mean. Uh, Other than developers. I mean, again, it's... Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to say, Laura, that unless you're digital foundry, (laughs) just to simplify it, (laughs) it, it shouldn't matter to you. But... If, if, I, I, again, it's probably something that's maybe representing an attitude rather than FPS yeah. counters themselves. Because of course, that's like saying get rid of spanners because I don't like dealing with taps. But <laughs> you know, um, yeah. I mean, as as a, as a tool for measuring something, yeah, fine. But uh, I, yeah, I, the obsession with frame rate and, and the 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 numbers. A friend of mine um, once came up with a great analogy where it's like, stop talking about video games as if they're power drills. Because you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, When you're reviewing a power drill, yeah, uh, you know, torque and speed and you know how many settings it's got, whatever. That's really important. But Hmm. when you're talking about something that is a piece of art, that is an experience, that that is designed to make you feel things, you know, yeah, um, it's not, it's not that important. Hmm. And that's actually Um, a
1: very good point. Uh, Again, uh, Sean McTanner mentioned this in the last episode. Uh, The the idea of of having things. Obviously now it is. It it is. uh, What was the name of that game that that trailed recently? Was it Crossing Souls? Um, And everyone got really excited because the whole thing looked like it was being played on an old VHS tape. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, ten years ago, people would have been like, "Fucking tracking's out, mate!" Shite. (laughs) Uh, Now, cool and retro. Um, And I think you know you've also got to understand. I mean, this isn't necessarily the same argument, but I, because I know there was a debate over the evil within. Mm-hmm. Whether though whether the letterboxing in that was is it a stylistic thing is it to try and save the frame rate or is it somewhere in between the two? Mm. But that that's another th- you know it, if if again these are you know these these are creative works they're yeah they're pieces of art um, mm. or yeah there's 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 certainly art to uh, to some definition of the term I would I would probably say so there you go spoilers games are art um, yeah. <laughs> but. You know, at times there are going to be stylistic choices, and just because those stylistic choices might mean that you don't get one hundred percent, you know, you can't just stop being knobs. Um, but I'm keeping, I'm keeping frame counters. You just all need to stop being knobs. Not in.
0: <laughs>
1: so you've had the traditional two in, one not in.
3: Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm only bothered because it just means I'm even pegging with a bit of socket.
2: Yeah. And yeah, that makes it more interesting.
1: <laughs> That's true. So at some at some point, uh at some sort of conference or something, we'll just get you to have a fight in yeah. a car park and uh We've already done that.
0: Oh there you go. <laughs> well we'll just have a,
1: we'll just have the rematch of that and then take their shirt off. off uh, yeah. who can take their shirt off? Like John Cena the quickest fight. I bet you any money Scott can do that. <laughs> it seems like yeah, See, I'd, I'd have thought Joe because he's 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 longer, isn't he?
3: Yeah, so that Joe also strikes me as a never nude. So,
1: uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know what that is. That sounds terrifying. I just assumed it was a someone
2: ne- that doesn't take their shirt off.
1: Oh, never nude. Um, yeah.
3: It's from it's, uh, it's it's a joke from Arrested Development. Ah, um, oh. two of the characters in Arrested Development can't be naked. So, like, <laughs> uh, like. Uh, the the least they will wear is a pair of like uh, cut off jeans. Like mm. even in the shower, they can't act. They can never be fully naked. <laughs> um, the, the, the the concept just reminds me of George. For some reason, George <laughs> just strikes me as a man who can't look at his own genitals. But anyway. <laughs> Um. Anyway,
1: so there's your three things, Laura. We're to the bit where you Can take I put charge. Bitsocket in. Sorry. Yeah, no, fuck normally. it. Yeah, there you go. We'll do that. Actually, actually, oh, no. I'd love
2: to keep Bitsocket in the bin. It'd be adorable, wouldn't it? <laughs> See, the, prob- the problem is, little Bitsocket is- pets, and we could feed them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, actually, that might not be a good idea because at the moment, uh, Bitsocket are. Uh, I mean, I nearly didn't fucking bother recording this because of the new episode of Bitsocket. Oh yeah,
2: it's really good. God damn it. Um,
1: yeah, making the rest of us look like pricks.
2: I would buy an album of Joe singing Kaylee type gaming <laughs> songs. I would pay for that. Please release. There you go, this.
1: there you go, lads. You've heard it on here. Go and do that, <laughs> and yeah, we'll quite happily will quite happily give you money for for more of that. Good job. Anyway, Laura, it's right. your turn.
2: So we asked the listeners which video game ending they would bin, and. 2015's best bastard, Zero Emerald, said all of the endings for Deus Ex Human Revolution. Superb game let down by a choice of short, rubbish cutscenes. And usually I watch all of the listener interaction. Things on YouTube, but I got kind of miserable doing this, so I've watched about three or four. Um, <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> this one was awful. It was horrible. It's just basically, you get to the end, and there's like a computer, a lady on a screen, and she's just like, "Oh, now you have to make all these choices." And she explains all of the choices, and then you pick one of the yeah. choices, and she's like, "Are you sure you want to pick this choice? Because this is what will happen if you pick this choice." And then you pick a choice. You'll pick stuff like um, cover up all of the stuff that you know, tell the truth about the stuff that you know. Or kill yourself and everyone in the facility so that the humans can make up their own mind, they'll be known with bias, even you. Yeah. Totally makes sense. And then it you just get re- this, it renders oh,
3: everything up until that point. And
2: just then you get those cutscenes which are all just like guy in gruff voice saying, Humanity is shit, but it's also amazing <laughs> <laughs> It was horrible, so yeah, it made me quite sad.
1: Good. Uh, I've <laughs> not played Deus Ex, so uh, it sounds Oh yeah, spoilers, like, by the way. A bit like <laughs> the end of. Uh, <laughs> no. I don't know. It sounds a fair. bit like the end of Dark Souls, uh, oh, but not done it. very well. I've mentioned Dark Souls, fuck's sake. I Wait, thought you were uh, going for Mass Effect there. But. No, no, no. Uh, I've not played that either. Lots
3: yeah. of people um, are
1: yeah, lots of people did I think Mass Effect was the most mentioned one yes uh, of course, course it was because people are predictable as fuck
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, next you've got Andy Hamilton um, Andy Hamilton <laughs> yes, <sir. laughs> that fucking thing that happened to me in fucking Far Cry 4 F you and <laughs> what happened was something like he chose right. there's a bunch of different endings and he chose one
1: right. but he wanted
2: to see the others but he couldn't go back right?
1: Spo- spoilers for the end of Far Cry 4 <laughs> okay. uh, in fact spoilers here on it yeah I didn't think Forth- this one through forthwith. at all um, at the end of Far Cry 4 Pagan, there is a bit where Pagan Min the, who is the main baddie says well are you going to shoot me it, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I warn you it'll be boring if you shoot me <laughs> um, now Andy said it's quite interesting Pagan Min never lies to you at any point in Far Cry 4 um basically, you shoot him and you miss out on another few minutes and a proper end and it doesn't do the thing that a lot of games do where you can go back and see the other endings mm, um, yeah. you so so i, I think what and like it that that's it it takes you back to the start of the game
0: wow. I think oh.
1: what Andy is aggrieved about is the fact that um th- there is an hour section of the game which is interactive as well, that he's not played and he doesn't want to put in another 20 hours to get mm. to it again. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of fair enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it is fair enough. It's a fucking brilliant device,
3: though. Like <laughs> they, they had some serious balls, like, you know, the alternative um, ending that happens right at the start as well. Oh, you
1: can end the game 15 minutes yeah. in, can't you? Yeah. It's just, that it's wow. just the,
3: the way that, that it's so... I was, I'm going to say subtle, but there must be a better word for it, but, you know, the, the way... Pagan men one of the first things he says is i'm always very careful with my words you know and it's mm. like it's like this 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 is this, this cue to the game to to the person playing that you should really listen to this guy and of course it, it's it it's true in the most like in the most basic sense um Everything he says is the absolute God's honest truth. He never lies. I think that's fucking brilliant. I don't think they got enough praise for that. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. even though it ruined like people's games for them, <laughs> <laughs> people complaining as well that you know that, that Far Cry Four was only fifteen minutes long and they genuinely thought that that was the
1: case. That's <laughs> brilliant. brilliant. Fantastic. Uh, what's next? Uh,
2: we have our first vote for Mass Effect 3 from Tom Woods. All of the endings for Mass <coughs> Effect 3, right blue bulls moment after three enjoyable games.
1: I I, I played a bit of the first Mass Effect and I got to the bit where you were trying to roll the roller skate around the, the mm-hmm. fucking bouncy castle and gave up. Um, but I understand that the end of Mass Effect 3 kind of, again, completely discounted the probably hundreds of hours you'd put into the story of that group of people
2: i liked it i liked my my choice i just i i'm one of those it was all about the journey people and i got what i wanted from it
1: oh
3: <laughs> i totally agree yeah so oh good okay um, i mean it wasn't a great ending but yeah. i mean
2: but what I've learned from like, yeah. reading through these tweets is that video games are rubbish at endings.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so
2: <laughs> I'm not bothered by a, an ending that I don't love.
3: TV shows are rubbing at, rubbish at endings as well. Like, Yeah. Battlestar, like, one of the most oh, like, acclaimed series. That, that, that ending was shit. As much <laughs> as people defend it, it was fucking terrible. But uh, yeah, it, it was, doesn't detract from the fact that that was like five amazing years of TV.
1: Yeah. And I and I do wonder whether it's for a very similar purpose as well. Video games and TV both suck in terms of endings because there's always that. But there might be <coughs> another one afterwards. That'd be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? So no proper yeah. closure. Um, I think
3: it, I think it might actually also be to do with like the fact that you might get too invested. Like the the, the, the <laughs> kind of they're so good at getting you invested in what's going on, um, in, you know, in the world, in the characters, and everything that that no ending could be could ever be satisfactory because. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't live up to your yeah. experience. Whenever I mean. it
1: comes to whenever TV shows, it always reminds me. It always reminds me of the future of the left lyric, which is at least Harry Potter has a proper story in that the characters crave an ending, if only to free poor Billy Corgan from his role as the titular character's nemesis. <laughs> um, what's next?
2: Next is Dunkology, Call of Duty, Ghosts. How dare you make everything irrelevant? Ending with open end sequel bait on a game so damn horrendous
1: and there is my point Uh (laughs) it's this idea that at the end of the game oh we're back to the status quo we were at at the start of the game uh, because we need to think of a way for you to lose all your powers in time (laughs) for the next sequel to come out the next year and especially with something like Call of Duty where you have to cynically look at it and go this is a series isn't it like Ghosts 2 is happening it's definitely happening more ghosts or phantoms or whatever they're going to call it it's just they've not put that that sequel bait as it is, as Dunk called it there uh, out of love for the story. They've put it there because Activision have gone. You'll be making another one.
2: <laughs> until the end of time.
1: Yeah, yeah, until the end of time, or until people stop buying it, whichever one comes first.
2: <laughs> Next, Dan Douglas says ID's Rage. Um, I, yes, I haven't played this one, but apparently it's abrupt and rubbish, just short yes. and.
1: It, I think it's a it's, mm. it's a demonstration I did of... watch
2: the cutscene, but uh, the most interesting thing about it was that in the recommended videos was a top five video game brothels video. <laughs> and then, after... Which had three million views. And after I watched that, because of course I watched Obviously, it. Obviously, yeah, of course. There was the top 15 Call of Duty characters video, which I didn't watch. Is there 15? There's <laughs> not 15 in Call of Duty. They must Man have put the God. dog in like six dog? times. Yeah, I
1: was going to say dog. Man with dog, dog in hat, dog in
2: like night vision goggles.
1: There's Generic terrorists. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, that looks super boring. Uh,
1: yeah, uh, I, I think I think Rage was two things: one, an example of a company who made Doom and didn't have to. Doom story was a text file that came with the game on a disc. <laughs> uh, same with Quake, I think. Like literally, it's just a, this we would call like story dot text. that's when rage, games were shit, though, right? Yeah. Sorry, although yeah. well, Doom coming on three million floppy disks. Um, yeah, 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 but yeah, I, I believe also that was kind of down to again uh, Bethesda. I think published that just going just fucking get it out.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was like it wasn't really it,
1: Rage didn't end. They just stopped making it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> we've done this. Is, we've done this much. There. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I thought I thought Rage was great up until that point. I really
1: loved it. I think that was everybody's mm. opinion of it, wasn't mm. it? Like, there was a few people I think that went, like, reviewed it went, yeah, 8, 9 out of 10, I'm right near the end. Brilliant game. Then half an hour later went, I finished it. No. <laughs> What's next?
2: Uh, Jim, Let's Hug Bro says, Knights of the Old Republic 2 still stands out in my mind as the biggest rush job slash mess of any game's ending.
1: I'm starting to think that Bioware <laughs> just aren't very good at fucking ends of games.
2: I liked it, I remember.
1: That was Obsidian, wasn't yeah. it? I oh, was it? you might be right,
3: actually. Yeah, I, think it, well, I don't think it was Bioware. I think they, they farmed it off to, you know, Obsidian, the sort of, <laughs> like, everyone outsources their sequels to Obsidian <laughs> for some <Yeah>. reason.
1: <laughs> but in fairness, Obsidian, uh, this is a point that uh, Sean Bell made on the the show, but the writing is normally the one thing Obsidian get right. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alpha Protocol was amazing. Do you know what? I bought that for about 40p in a Steam sale ages ago and I've still never played it. I will do one day. I'll Look, get on that. It's good. Yeah. I, I, all right. But it, it better be, otherwise I'm, bl- I'm blaming you. <laughs> What's next?
2: Uh, Jim also says, I'll throw in Shenmue 2 in there. Oh, no, he doesn't. He says, I'll throw Shenmue 2 in there too by virtue of the fact it's a cliffhanger that's now 14 years
1: old. And thus isn't really an ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, fair enough.
2: Uh, Tom Woods says Soul Reaver 1's ending was also awful at the time All that story build up Then Kane just fucks off through a portal Another cliffhanger
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, to be, uh, Like Again, th- this is the, the brilliant thing about doing this We go, hey, tell us your opinions on video games And we'll talk about them And then people go, here's a game you've not played And we go, hmm
2: <laughs> Do we just hate cliffhangers? Because most, a lot of these are games that end with a cliffhanger And that's pretty annoying when you spent 10 hours somewhere. You want to see what happens to the character that you've been playing. But do we also hate them in TV? Because I know I do, but I'm assuming that's just because I'm impatient. <sighs> yeah,
1: I mean, like, I, I hate cliffhangers because I hate, in, in TV especially, because I hate that feeling that something's been withdrawn from me. Mm. Um, or held back, you know, it's be, been held back from me. In games? Yeah, I think it's kind of you've put ten, fifteen hours into this person's experience, and then it goes something else is oh it'll, it'll probably be all right or bad. Uh, we'll, we don't know yet. We'll tell, we'll tell you next time you spend fifty pounds. Yeah, what's next? Games do seem to have a better chance of coming
3: of actually resolving their ancient cliffhanger. So something like Dreamfall... <laughs> Dreamfall, oh, yeah. like fifteen years or something, didn't it take? And then, then they yeah, actually yeah. resolved the cliffhanger yeah. very badly.
2: Because it's in TV, all the actors are going to age.
3: Yeah, exactly. But
2: game characters Good don't.
1: <laughs> Good point. What's next?
2: Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, X2 elia says the new Thief game. It just got worse and worse towards the end in terms of gameplay and story. Anyone played this? I remember, yeah. Jim. You made a video about this where you said it's just mm-hmm. the Thieves Guild missions from the <laughs> Elder Scrolls games, but shit, right?
3: <laughs> pre- pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I made the point in the video that it was, uh, yeah. I mean, it' pre- pretty much that that it's uh, it, it, it's it's a worse thief game than the thief bit in Skyrim. <laughs> um, Jesus. So why bother? And I think that was <laughs> the
2: least fun part of those games for me was the Thieves yeah. Guild. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, the thief yeah. skills is always the- a
3: bit rubbish because you're just going, you're just nicking
1: stuff. You're not you're killing just anything. Turn
2: invisible and take yeah. the. Well, them yeah, <laughs> the Elder
1: Scrolls games always have always had quite wonky stealth, haven't they? So yeah. yeah, yeah. What's next?
2: Nightmare mode. Go says I'll be that cunt and say Mass Effect Three. <laughs> damp squid. Well, at- <laughs> there's loads of you
1: cunts as a Mass Effect Three. Actually, so, yeah, you're not crying.
2: unique and edgy. <laughs> <laughs> just damp squid at the end of an enjoyable journey. Much preferred indoctrination theory. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> I should. I should
3: I think, know that. In, I think indoctrination theory is that uh, it's something to do with Commander Shepard. What what the ending of Mass Effect Three is actually depicting is uh, Commander Ooh. Shepard uh, has has been indoctrinated by yeah. the Reapers at a much earlier point in the story. Mm. Uh, but uh, and the endings are just a reflection of that. Rather th- than to be taken literally, yeah, but it's, yeah, it sounds like a load of shite. So uh, grasping straws. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next,
2: uh, Dylan Schneider says, "Minecraft. Why does Minecraft have an ending? Well, Dylan, <laughs> it's because a bunch of people complained that Minecraft didn't have an ending, so they added an ending.
1: Really? Yeah? Do you think they deliberately added a shit ending for that reason?
2: I think so. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It, I mean, they called it the end." There's an ender portal to get there. There's an ender dragon. There's endermen. So, yeah. It's hey, yeah. this is your end. I and there's the like a weird scrolling
1: cool. text thing, isn't there?
2: Yeah, some, I can't remember what it is. It's like a diary yeah. entry or something.
1: I'm sure it's weird and suggests that like it was the president all along or something.
2: Yeah, and then you woke up kind
1: of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was all ghosts. Next.
2: Just Another Gaming Blog says, Uncharted 2 and 3 simply for not playing the amazing title theme over the final cutscene like in 1.
1: <laughs> what what a one
2: the best reason so far
1: shallow reason to pick something cool uh i i i, I don't get on with the uncharted games they they feel like to me now they feel like naughty dog training to make the last of us
2: <laughs> i like them i don't love them
1: oh i love uncharted <laughs> they're all right but they they they're, they're kind of Tricycles compared to The Last of Us is Penny Farthing? No. Shouldn't um, you go
2: mobiles? Mo- like yeah, a, like well, yeah, a quad bike? Penny- You'd start off <laughs> with Penny Farthing, that's like Crash Bandicoot.
1: Okay. Because
2: it's like the worst. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> and then you go to the tricycle, and then you get a quad bike and you're zooming around. I'm really tired. Okay. Let's move on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Anyway, what's next?
2: Sean Green, possibly your game of the year, Shadow of Mordor. Bam. But no, there's worse out there. Do explain.
1: Oh, Shadow of... Right. So so you know how everyone's been giving it the big noise about the wonderful uh, nemesis system yes. within... Right, that, That is amazing. The story's not, not very good. It's quite forgettable. But then the the end. So you do this incredible bit where you storm the the big naughty man castle, and there's an incredible group fight with a load of like really strong orcs, and it's it's absolutely brilliant. Then you have to just stealth kill a load of like apparitions of the baddie, and then the final final boss fight is three QTE sequences. No
2: way, seriously. Yeah.
1: It would have been better if after the big group fight, they'd have just put like a blank white screen on with the words "Would quite like a sequel, please," <laughs> um, in the middle of it, and 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 just left it. Like it's it's incredible how quickly that game falls on its ass. Aww. I mean, the the the, 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 <laughs> big, the big exciting one is when you get to the end and your main nemesis is stood there. Uh, I think I've mentioned on this show before that that kind of fell a little bit flat yeah. for me. Uh, but I'd imagine for if if there is one orc that who's been hounding you all the way through the game and he stood there at the end, that must be incredible. Mm. Uh, that that so I mean that that fair enough. I get that that was a, a bit of a unique thing for me, whatever. But yeah, the actual proper canonical end is shithouse
2: Next, um, Shoni boy says, any ending with credits that you can't skip.
1: Yes, one hundred with Far Cry. Nothing is skippable in Far Cry. Not one of the cutscenes. Oh, then I can't play it. <laughs> I, I I I do something else out of spite, I check my phone or <laughs> I'm not watching see many,
2: you.
1: See how many yeah, see how many marbles I can push up my bum or something rather than I'm just not watching because the, 'cause they're not even that great. Next.
2: Uh James Carter says DSX human revolutions awkward multiple choice ending. Yep.
1: I, I like how you swerve trying to read his Twitter name there. Good job. Um <laughs> What's next?
2: Uh, Sean Green again. Civ Beyond Earth's victory pass are fucking boring and they culminate in a single paragraph of flavour text. Quarter asked.
1: <laughs> do you know what, right? <laughs>
2: That's a new one. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use that.
1: I don't know much about Civ, but do you know what else did this? And this is kind of my choice. Um, Bastion. For all the, again, for all the big noise that people gave Bastion about how good it was at telling its story... The end of the game is literally just choose one of two yeah, big options. Yeah, that's blocks kind
2: of attacks.
1: annoying, yeah. Uh, there, there's so many ways they could have made that ending so much better, uh, and instead it was just like, here's a big list of words, choose the one that is, is least annoying to the end. Yeah. Uh, what next?
2: Tom Hatfield says, System Shock 2 by a mile. Yeah, that was kind of boring, I think, if I'm remembering it right. It was a long time ago.
1: It's very odd, as I remember. We might have to start skipping some of these because there's millions. <laughs> <laughs> has anyone mentioned Enslaved? Yes. The ending for Enslaved was incredible.
2: Did you like uh, it?
3: I loved it. It was I think, rubbish. I it, think was, I liked it was it. ridiculous. But yeah,
2: it was weird, yeah. weird it was wasn't like,
1: it? Yeah. Sean Andy circus just on the telly. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sean McTiernan has said Enslaved is the best worst ending. I think. Lol at yeah. anybody who doesn't luxuriate in how majestic metal hurlant batshit it is. I do yeah. like. Totally agreed.
2: I do like endings that kind of leave you with that weird feeling. Just like, what? What just happened? Because it's not a cliffhanger. <laughs> Everything gets resolved, except for, you know, go, oh my God, what have I done? Did I do the right yeah. thing? And you're just like, what? This is the end.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, uh, Kiryu Banzai also said Enslaved and Every Professor Layton. Uh, but I like the theory that, I can't remember whose show it was, but somebody has, has tabled the theory that Professor Layton is a dangerous fucking psychopath. Mm. Um, who, who, which podcast is that I can't think now But they kind of made the point that like, There'll be like some sort of massive tragedy you know, 25 people will die on a fairground accident And then Professor Litton will be like Oh I do love a puzzle Let's rearrange the corpses and try and spell a word Ha 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 What else we got There's loads of Mass Effect 3 in here Yeah
2: there's tons of Mass Effect 3 I'm not going to read any more of those um, no. Keith Murray says I love Destiny But the blob thing in the final mission is Pish of the Highest Order Yep, I think I've done that. Yep. <laughs> um, this is a good one. Luke Summerhay says, the ending to Super Mario Galaxy because it meant Super Mario Galaxy had finished.
1: Oh, <laughs> but, but, well, to be honest with you, it's that thing. Two, two things. Um, th- once you get to that point, it means, one, you can go back and get the rest of the stars. And then once you've done that, it means you've unlocked Luigi mode, which all right, is the same <laughs> game again with rubbish physics. But it's still there. There's still more. Um, where's There was one about Walking Dead, which was just really Yes, sad.
2: Walking Dead, Zach Toms. I would have much rather Lee and Clem lived happily forever. Why must you steal my joy, telltale? <laughs>
1: See, I like that because that's not like assessing the the, the, the critical worth of the ending. That's <clears> just going. The ending made me really sad, and I wish I hadn't seen it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, what 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 do you say? What telltale stool is joy? But but like, yeah, because yeah, yeah, you, you know
2: the rest of, <laughs> of <walking laughs> dead, dead
1: is, is their really
2: <laughs> That's the whole point, wasn't it? It's just to make everybody cry.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, I, I, I see his point. It would have been, but he must but have been that-
2: hoping the whole time. You know, you know, they'll survive. They'll they'll make it through, and they'll live happily ever after <laughs> in Zombie Land.
3: Can you imagine hoping that? <laughs> <laughs> the end of a zombie. fine. He's given her. A yeah, j- he's yeah. Given yeah her things a are definitely going to work out after this. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh,
1: oh, he's been bitten, but that'll work out. It always does work out. Um, <laughs> What's next?
2: Uh, Alexander Honderd says Fallout Three, even more so with Broken Steel DLC. Don't judge me for sending the robot into the radiation room, Ron Perlman.
1: My entire experience <laughs> of Fallout Three, as far as I'm concerned, the end of Fallout Three is it crashing to desktop. So, um, <laughs> uh, is Ron Perlman really in it? I don't know. Yeah, he does the opening crawl on every game. He's been in the he's been in them since the first Fallout game.
3: Jesus. He's not a character. He just age, does the narration.
1: It's a good thing you're here because I don't know fucking anything about anything. <laughs> uh, what's next?
2: Um, the ending of Final Fantasy 13. Oh, some tough beans. Sorry, some tough beans. I didn't read your oh, name out, up. and I'm sorry that I didn't. Um, the ending of Final Fantasy 13, two. Like most of the game, was complete garbage. I thought that one was good.
1: 13, two. How did
3: you get to the end of it if you thought it was garbage? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: It's, Why did you get
3: to the end of it if you thought it was... Good? There's another thing that annoys me about fucking Joe, actually, from Because <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those fuckers that goes, oh, Final Fantasy is actually alright once you get past the first 30 hours. I've got to take 30 yeah. hours to get to yeah. that point. Too much. Nah,
1: I've almost finished Far Cry 4 in 20 hours. <laughs> and enjoyed every second of it. Can't, you know, come on.
2: I had this weird thing... I 30 hours
1: where... doing something that isn't horrible. I don't, well, there is that.
2: I don't like turn based combat and I don't really enjoy Final Fantasy but the trailer for Final Fantasy 13 just captivated <laughs> me so much that I needed to know what happened in the story so about a year ago I YouTubed all of the cutscenes to Final Fantasy 13 and they're they're just so beautiful and the characters are amazing and their eyes are stunning and their outfits are fabulous and their hair is so pretty but oh my god it's so shit isn't it it's well, just yeah, awful
1: I've got fabulous eyes and pretty hair, so...
2: I yeah, wouldn't want to listen to you talk for six <laughs> hours. <laughs> I'm just, just...
0: Cheers, no, but yeah. they just
2: keep going over the same plot line again and again. The yeah, same, you know, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah. if you don't fulfil your focus, then you'll become a, a crystal or something. And they say this in every cutscene. I, I, I get it, you know. Not that yeah. stupid. It's at,
1: <laughs> it's at times like this where you realise that professional wrestling is a better storytelling device than video games. <laughs> yeah. What's next?
2: Um, I'm, I'm, I have muddied I, the
1: feeds the feed Yes, yeah, so you've
2: been talking to you on scrolling, I'm scrolling More for Mass Effect There's about five for Mass Effect maybe. There's
1: loads of Mass Effect Six
2: yeah. uh, Joshua Garrity says Bioshock's ending Because it had the perfect ending Two hours ago And kept going Yeah Yeah It does start yeah. to drag a bit At the end
1: okay, Yeah it, 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 Almost it feels like The, the And then the, the final
2: boss is awful
1: yeah, <laughs> Look, there's 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 not even really a discussion. It's 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 weird. It's almost the opposite problem. It just it just goes right. There's your ending, uh, and then kind of just stands around looking at its watch.
2: Can you like... tidy up after yourself?
1: Get <laughs> <laughs> you some money for a taxi. <laughs> yeah, horrible post-coital. Yeah,
2: <laughs> is that it? Uh, Kate Gray says Unity pissed me right off.
1: Yeah. Jim, right. you seem you talking <laughs> about Assassin's Creed and not the open source oh, game. Oh, oh yeah,
3: actually, no, Kate's right. Uh yeah, as much as I do genuinely like Unity and Assassin's Creed in general. Um yeah, Unity's ending bit of shit. It was uh, a sort of a sort of you, you 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 spoiler alert, but you fight the guy and you kill the guy. Uh and then Napoleon turns up and uh and that's it. Video game. No, it's literally, literally like Napoleon turns up, and then you know the 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 kind of modern day portion comes in. Then and mm. the woman from uh, from the assassins is like, "All right, cheers for that. See you later." <laughs> and then he cuts to credits. Not even there's not even exaggeration. that's pretty much what she says. I can't
1: remember that word in, But actually yeah. amazed that some of the older Assassin's Creed aren't in here for some of the. Oh, now there's aliens. What? Shut up. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> um, they're not aliens. They're not <laughs>
0: aliens.
1: <laughs> alright cool that's, that's that over and done with thank you very much for sending that in uh, apologies if we didn't read yours because there was loads of them and, and that's a point where I say there's loads of Mass Effect loads of yeah we're of putting sets. Mass
2: Effect in the bin even though I like it because I am selfless <laughs> yeah. and I hate you all
1: <laughs> Jim what is your thing that you love
3: um. Fuck it, let's make it Assassin's Creed. No, I haven't <gasps> got a proper one. Okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> that was, cl- Think- was going to say, I was going to have to dredge up something positive <laughs> to say Then.
3: Actually, Assassin's Creed is sort of included in it, but... yeah. All right. Uh, maybe not described it very well in the title of it, but single-player fantasy worlds. Right. So, examples of Elder Scrolls, Fallout, Dragon Age, whatever, right? Mm. Um, so, anything... Th- the kind of games I love. Um, and this is why I'm not so so into you know uh, online multiplayer or uh, you know, puzzle games or anything like that. Anything that's sort of pure game. I'm yeah. more interested in the stories that games can tell me and and the, really the kind of the, the worlds that I can go to. Um, so one reason I love Elder Scrolls so much is because it's sort of even though it's sometimes not really a convincing world in a technical <laughs> sense. Um, mm. But it's 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 another world that you can feel like you're inhabiting, that you're that you're interacting with that, that is so separate from the one you actually live in. Um, and that's the kind of thing I love about video games. Um, you know, when I was a kid Frontier Elite 2 yeah. uh similar sort of thing. And that's kind of shaped why I like this hobby, why I like this medium. Um, so I find it terrifying um, at the, the 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 sort of creeping uh, multiplayerification. If that even makes any sense mm-hmm. of yes. everything, like um, I never thought they would do an Elder Scrolls MMO because it's it's so far removed from what the Elder Scrolls is all about. Yeah. It makes no sense to do an Elder Scrolls MMO because the whole point is that the player is the the, the hero of legend. The, the the player is the subject of the sort of it's like, you know, it's you know, you are uh, like, like like You are this, the dragonborn and then th- th- then Yeah, this this the, is yeah. your Odyssey and Homer is writing about you. You know, that's mm. what it that's what it boils down to. So, you know, when you take that and try and translate it into something where, you know, there's fifty million people running around sort of being dickheads, mm. <laughs> um, so like again, I don't want to be disparaging about multiplayer games because I mean I do enjoy a lot of multiplayer gaming and it certainly does have its place. But it just seems like everything has to have an online component, you know, that I, I can't the, the 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 sort of pure kind of single player experience seems to be slowly, but it definitely seems to be dying out
1: in favour yeah. of. Uh, I, su- I suppose. Uh, uh, Jim, did you play a lot of Morrowind? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay, so because just what I'm thinking of is uh, the first time you arrive in. Uh, v- v- so this is going to be very Morrowind deep cut at this point. Um, when you <laughs> arrive in Vivek yeah, and you're walking through, and you get to where the Ministry of Justice is, and the Ministry of yeah. Justice is a giant comet that's hovering about ooh, thirty feet in the air that's mm. being suspended in the air by the power of a literal demigod who lives below it. And that yeah. moment would be ruined if there was a bloke on, just stood just off the left running in a circle going need a party for level 35 raid need <laughs> a party for level 35 <laughs> raid no noobs, no noobs you know, we'll lag kick. Um, exactly. exactly. The, and the, the, in, in so many of those games go- but, but I mean things like Far, Far Cry is a good example because obviously there is now some multiplayer in that Mm-hmm. And I tell you what's actually, in in a way, was 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 brilliant for it, but also quite bad. Uh, Red Dead Redemption, when that first came out, and um, was one yeah. of the first games to do kind of uh, multiplayer, big open worldy things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, it was not one of the first GTA it was four, four was before but, that, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I remember playing that. And after the initial uh, dicking about, r- running a, a stagecoach through the middle of the big mm-hmm. town and shooting everybody, up, we went just went on a because r- at this point not we'd none of us had played the game for more than about four or five hours, so there's loads of the map we hadn't seen. Yeah, and we took a ride up to the north side of the map where the game actually ends. And there's some, for the, for the PS3 and Xbox, there's some incredible scenery up there, mm. like incredible big running big, big like, torrents and rivers and stuff like that. Yeah. And we just went up there and kind of just stood on our, just rode really slowly around it and just talked, and it was brilliant. A um, friend of the show, Simon Ahmed and I, uh, have had maybe more than one, I can remember one, it might be two now, uh, just talks about life driving around GTA.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's nice.
1: <laughs> uh, just about you know, just about jobs and, and life and shit. And it's an incredible experience of that. But but uh, we are kind of getting away from the point there. M- my point is, I suppose you can if you can control who the other people in the world with you are. Yeah, it can be fine. It's just it is oh, that, so that thing of
2: gu- um, you've got guilt-free. Uh, game playing time when it's a purely single player game because it's like Hmm. hey do you want to jump in my game no I can't play in Dragon Age and you don't have to worry about being disturbed by someone just jumping I even though you can set games to private sometimes you still might feel bad if one of your best friends is like hey come and play and come and chat and you just want to walk around picking flowers in Dragon Age
1: I I do have that sometimes with Monster Hunter, and I think, oh no, am I going to let the guys down? Am I going to let the side down on this one? Because I don't really know what I'm doing, and yeah. they've done it before, and I know they're going to help me out. But if we, what if I die? Because if, if one of you dies too many times, that's it for the lot of you. Uh, sometimes so you just
2: want to potter around doing things that would be annoying to another person if they were there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I've I've played a bit of Skyrim recently. Uh, effectively, my entire goal, I installed one of these build your own house in the woods mods, <laughs> um, and my entire goal was to do that. but but purely through trying to do all stuff that isn't questing as it were Mm, Mm -hmm. like I've deliberately not taken on any quests at all, I've just gone out, I've hunted stuff and I've just gone out and tried to find all the wood and iron and stuff that I need and actually doing that becomes really really interesting because you go into a castle or something like that and when it does turn out that there's some mad portal to to Oblivion in the bottom of it Mm It's really scary and really exciting rather than just, oh, well, I'm off to the, the castle where the Oblivion mission is Yeah, because <laughs> it's
2: not every and, and day I, to you.
1: Yeah, although I do take issue in Far Cry. I mean, I get that they can't put anything in those caves. Those caves, those caves are never exciting in Far Cry. <laughs> when you see them, you're like, that's a cave. And for some reason, there's, there's something lizard brain about a cave where you go, yeah. okay, secrets in caves, something brilliant's going to be in there, and there never fucking is. Aww. Never, never, never. Although, mm. there, there's always a
3: fucking table.
1: <laughs> in a cave? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: There's always a table with, like... <laughs> That's
2: because Chris is living <laughs> actually, in there.
3: There's always a table with, like, a little pile of ammunition on it.
0: Oh, that's thoughtful. <laughs> and that,
3: that should tell a story, but it doesn't. It's just some dev has put it there. But it's like, you know, you, a cave, a table in a cave in the middle of nowhere, in the alien <laughs> wilderness with, like, some bullets and uh, ammo for a rocket launcher.
1: And always vintage porn.
3: Yeah. Always vintage porn. <laughs> well,
2: you've got to have something to do yeah. when you're sat in a cave at a table. Well, it's kind yeah. of boring, but, but isn't
1: it? It strikes me that the, the, the country of Krat doesn't have modern porn. <laughs> uh, in fact, the, the entire place seems to be lacking a little bit of technology uh, because they get people to like physically run uh, like orders to the army around about on quad bikes. Mentalists. Yeah. I, I do know what you mean, though. I I, I spent an incredible amount of time in uh, in, a, in Morrowind. Despite all its weird issues, and Morrowind especially I mean, if you've played Oblivion and you've played Skyrim and Oblivion was your first entry or Skyrim was your first entry to the Elder Scrolls games you've missed out so much by not playing Oblivion because Oblivion, there is nothing in Oblivion that's anything like the world that we know Mm -hmm. There's fast travel options which are like what would you call them, they're like giant they look like Fleas (laughs) um, fleas, <laughs> almost, but they're like Morrowind. You mean, yeah, yeah? yeah um, they're like fifteen yeah. foot tall, and and silt and striders, they're called silt striders. Yeah, yeah. and all and, and one of the races live entirely in like weird hollowed out plant things. Yeah, and and that that is a, a, a properly a, a world, and it kind of masks the the problem that Elder Scrolls games have got, where it is just like, hi, it's me. Who are you? Oh, I'm the head of the Thieves' Guild. and the head of the Warriors' Guild. I am the head wizard. Uh, I'm also (laughs) a mysterious thief that nobody knows the identity (laughs) of. I'm also the saver of the world. And technically the ruler of three or four small towns outlying in the local area. And it covers that up by just being so weird. Like everything's just really strange. And you always feel like you're uncovering stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of other, other, other good examples I mean I've not, I've not played any of the Dragon Ages I know that people are, are, do love the world in that um, mainly because it actually feels alive mm-hmm. um, again something that I mean, Far Cry 4 I love but it is uh, something that's a little bit broken when you accidentally run somebody's wife over <laughs> and then um, <laughs> they go my car's broken down <laughs> can you fix my car thanks for him, alright I'm off now uh, I'll leave the body there. I, I, I imagine. We guess
2: so? And he's like, I had a wife, right? <laughs> <laughs> Where did I leave my wife?
1: I knew I was annoyed <laughs> about something. Um,
2: but do we think that single player games are gonna die out slowly?
1: I think I, I do think they
3: will. Um, I think it's really it, it, it's a slow death, mm. and I think rather than die out, maybe they'll they'll just slowly evolve into. Yeah. You know things that have persistent worlds and and and, and what have you, um, but yeah, I think I think that's you know the pure um, you know the, the the sort of you know the the two hundred hour RPG uh, that that I like to play um, is slowly but surely on its way out, especially that now that there's the, um, there's a push for for you know developing games as services rather than as yeah. you know, products. Yeah which is um, you know you can see why it's happening because they want they want to turn games into revenue streams rather than mm-hmm. just a thing that you sell once and then that's it but it's 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 a it's a big shame um, but yeah it's uh, yeah i th- i think i think it, Maybe 15 years' time, I think, the uh, the Elder Scrolls, you, you Witcher 3, all that kind of stuff, th- those types of things are going to be, yeah. if not a rarity, completely mm. a thing of the
1: past. Well, I suppose the good news is, uh, the Elder Scrolls MMO was a big pile of shit. Um, <laughs> <Yeah. and> Sky <laughs> Skyrim reviewed quite well, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, got a, I, I know which one... Beth- if I was Bethesda stuff, which one I'd probably stick with? I mean, well, yeah. I mean the, the big, the, still the big noise is that they might make another uh, another Fallout. Mm. But that said, I mean, like um, I was playing a lot of Far Cry Four. I've mentioned it loads of times uh, with Andy Hamilton the other day, and he said, Do "You know what? I'd be happy if the next one was just multiplayer stuff." And I went, "Hmm, yeah, May- maybe." Because the multiplayer is is the best in that. So we say we were doing missions the other day. What you know, watching mm. each other's backs as we slowly advanced around uh, yeah. encampments and stuff, and that was wicked. Yeah, no, so no, we, Far Cry Four, like, is one of the best examples of
3: of, of just two player co op. It's great. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, as I say,
1: th- there's certainly a place I and mean, co op. I'm a lot more on board with than than just general yeah. kind of persistent world living Yeah, but. actually, a, I, th- I think a good example of the sort of thing you're talking about, and it's actually at a way smaller scale, is. Uh, Hitman, blood, uh, blood money. Especially, pers- well, specifically, I'm thinking of because, all right, they're not worlds; they are scenarios or scenes. And you know, they you know, you can run end to end in, you can run them end to end in like five minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but every every action you take in that space has the appropriate reaction. Mm. So if you make a lot of noise, of course, the guards are going to come and look for you if you're in the wrong place. The, the guards, you know, and you can spend an awful lot of time in that game. I mean, I, I'm not as big on it as a lot of people are, but you can spend a lot of time on some of those levels just trying different shit and seeing what works, and
0: mm.
1: that that would never work as a, as a as a multiplayer experience. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, there is a game in... I mean, uh, the Assassin's Creed games do it, don't they? It's kind of you have a target in a group of people, off you go. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. the the amount of care that's gone into the idea that if you... Turn the gas off on that barbecue. Then the man is going to go over and inspect the gas canister, and then you can blow the gas canister up. You know, there's that kind of level of yes, it is entirely uh, flowchart. You know what I mean? It's just a machine following orders. Mm. But it feels like you're part, you are partaking in a in a situation, and you are learning things about it rather than again just while you're doing it. There's some bloke in the corner who's. I remember once played the first time I played GTA Four online. Some bloke was just shouting Sean Connery quotes in a really bad Sean Connery fashion <laughs> voice for like the entire half hour that I played. And like, that I don't know, you might be selling multiplayer to me now. <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't the the world that I was enjoying in, far, in, in, in GTA Four. Mm-hmm. That that at this point was just like, oh yeah, this is multiplayer world, isn't it? And multiplayer world's awful sometimes.
2: Yes, it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a person who, uh, again, I'm awful at the moment for not playing games really, unless them it's multiplayer. Like I, I, I do need, I should spend more time playing See, single playery I've things. See, I've
2: always done that, but every now and then it's awesome to get a game where you can completely shut everyone out.
1: Yeah, I should get. I mean, I've got so many RPGs. I mean, I, I just bought uh, The Last Story for the Wii, um, which I've played the first hour of and it's fantastic and I mean imagine that and a JRPG with a really (laughs) good first hour Like, I like JRPGs and that doesn't happen Um, I've got that, I've got Xenoblade sat there barely touched, I've got Bravely Default which I stopped about 20 hours in Uh, I just need to go back to things and crack on, I mean Bravely Default's a wonderful world to wonder about in Um, but I I just don't because I'm a horrible scatterbrained idiot that will wander away from things as soon as anybody tempts me with, with anything else
3: Hmm. Yeah I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very similar I got into uh, Dragon Age Inquisition Towards the end of last year And mm. uh, 30 hours in Not got back to it Really, to get on that, because I've barely scratched the surface on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But it's it's almost um, I'm almost kind of enjoying just having it there. You know, I know that <laughs> yeah. I know that I've yet to do it, and that is almost as, as wonderful as actually playing it. So,
1: but that's the thing. though. for me, like I'm looking at Bravely Default and thinking, am I going to remember <laughs> everything? The kind of cause especially <laughs> yeah. the way you build your party and stuff. And You'll that's have quite to complex. start
2: from the beginning.
1: And I don't want to <laughs> do that. Um, I mean, well, I know why I stopped playing Bravely Default is because I dropped my 3DS and broke the 3D slider off. So um, I'm welcoming the new 3DSs. I'm going to buy one of those ridiculous monster hunters. Do you actually use um, the 3D? Um, I can't do you know what? Bravely it. Default was the first game that I think actually benefited from it. Yeah. It looked really nice with just a Everyone just a says bit. that about
2: different games.
1: Yeah. Bravely Default did look nice with a little bit dialed in. Mm. Um, not loads, but just a touch. Uh, but apparently, the new 3ds. One of the things about it is the 3D is way, way better. And if, I know a few people who actually got them already that do say that. Yeah, it actually works now, rather than mm-hmm. it being a thing where you have to sit directly dead on. Otherwise, it just you know gives you a seizure. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably enough of this nonsense, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, Jim. This is the bit where you plug stuff. Uh, go. Oh God, I've got to do that. No, you don't. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to. But if you want to. <laughs> Wow, um,
3: I'm I'm from I'm one of the video gamer team. Um, we are uh, we are a UK games publication, and uh, frankly, the best. Um,
1: <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at all. That's yeah. going to be really me. <laughs> well, they're
3: uh, not but Edge, but, are they? <laughs>
1: well, they're my
2: favourites right now. Oh, thanks Good.
1: very much. Who
3: Edge or us? <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> I'm not going to answer. Yeah, we.
3: <laughs> but we do, um, specifically I do the, the video side of the site, um, so that's on videogamer.com, uh, all one word, and uh, on YouTube the channel's called Video Gamer TV, uh, again yep. all one word, and uh, we do lots of daft stuff and we try to focus on, I, get, I, mean, I know it's a bit of a cliche, but we try to really focus on being funny and stupid rather than... <laughs> uh dry and and uh you know serious about games because we're not serious about games at all in fact we're quite well aware that it's a, it's a detestable hobby so <laughs> um yeah <laughs> that's what we're all about so yeah
1: please I would, come and have a look i would say if you i mean if you're listening to this you you do know who video gamers almost certainly but i mean if you don't I would, I would say if you're a fan of reasonably intelligent but at the same time quite irreverent stuff uh go and check them out they do some uh, I'd heartily recommend some of Jim's videos uh, <laughs> them. Chet's Week in Batters and the old expert super guide that the O&M, the official Nintendo magazine guys used to do are usually the first things that get put on if me or Sean Bell are put in charge of a telly with YouTube available <laughs> on <it>, somewhere. <sort> of. <laughs> uh which Laura can attest yes. to having been there for one of them Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, in, in fact I remember uh, w- during, during EGX it's actually, one of my I best the- memories,
2: just sat there with yeah. Midnight Resistance and you yes. and Siam, yeah. watching old Dar Jim <laughs> play the sims maybe i think it was the sims one i was like this is really fun
1: and then the next day well i was trying to sort out my girlfriend's car had broken down and i was sat in the next room trying to sort out because she was stranded somewhere and all i could hear from the other (laughs) room through the paper thin walls in the apartment we were in was just jim in a very very scottish accent just bellowing (laughs) <laughs> um, he wasn't there. I should point out no. the telly was very loud. Uh, yeah. It's quite Although difficult. Although that's what what I would have been doing if I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. One, but yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: it's very difficult to speak to an insurance company when you've got that in the background.
2: So, <laughs> oh, that's just my dad.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, you you everyone's
2: that? dad. now sorry. I'm trying to play The Sims. <laughs> um,
1: Michael so, yeah. Pactor loves it as well, so there's an endorsement. Do you know what? I always whenever I hear the, the Michael Pactor's name, the first thing my brain does is go Pactor sounds a bit like Pachyderm Maybe he's an elephant Maybe
2: he is. Um <laughs> never know.
1: And on that note, Let's I go. think that's probably a good place to end. <laughs> um bye. very quickly before oh, Laura what? tells me to go away, like, subscribe, do all the things that make more people like us, follow us on Twitter, Recycle Bin Pod. that it that's it. Bye bye bye, 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 bye. bye. bye, 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 bye. <laughs>
2: You have to put him out of his misery, otherwise he'll go on all night.